0: You are forgiven. In whom Christ Jesus we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. Colossians chapter 1 verse 14 Forgiveness in the Bible is a release or a dismissal of something. The forgiveness we have in Christ involves the release of sinners from God's just penalty and the complete dismissal of all charges against us according to Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Colossians chapter 1 verse 14 says that in God's beloved Son we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. The Amplified Bible translates the last phrase like this, the forgiveness of our sins and the cancellation of our sins penalty. God's gracious forgiveness of our sin is to be the measure of our gracious forgiveness of others according to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. This forgiveness of sin is at the heart of the gospel message of Matthew chapter 26 verse 28, Mark chapter 1 verse 4, Luke chapter 3 verse 3, and Luke chapter 24 verse 47. The earliest gospel preaching Emphasize Jesus offering forgiveness of sins according to Acts chapter 5 verse 31 Acts chapter 10 verse 43 Acts chapter 13 verse 38 Acts chapter 26 verse 18 Hebrews 9:22 reminds us that without the shedding of the blood there is no forgiveness of sins Christ shed blood offers forgiveness to all who believe in him according to what is taught in John chapter 3 verse 16. Forgiveness is not granted because a person deserves to be forgiven. No one deserves to be forgiven. Forgiveness is a deliberate act of love, mercy, and grace. Forgiveness is a decision to not hold something against another person despite what he or she has done to you. Even Jesus forgives us, forgives our sins, forgives our trespasses, forgives our iniquities, forgives our transgressions, and they are erased, wiped out off the record. Forgiveness of sin is comparable to the financial debt being erased. When Jesus said, it is finished, from the cross according to John 19:30 he was literally saying to you and i it is paid in full jesus took the punishment we deserved so when god forgives us of our sins we are free from those sins we no longer live under that debt our sins are wiped out god would never hold that sin against us according to psalms 103 verse 12. It is impossible to have salvation without forgiveness. Salvation is God's deliverance from the consequences of sin. God's salvation in Christ is the ultimate example of forgiveness. God promises that when we come to Him confessing our sin and asking for forgiveness, He freely grants it for the sake of Christ according to 1st John chapter 1 verse 9 so now that you are forgiven now it's time to take the steps to forgive others you know we've got to acknowledge the pain sometimes it's hard to admit you've been hurt because doing so intensifies those feelings but you won't be able to work through the pain until you admit you are hurting Tears are a pretty good indicator that something's wrong. So are feelings of resentment. Think through the pain. Seriously, be honest about how you feel. Even if you think you shouldn't feel that way, admit that you don't like what happened and how you were treated, and that it makes you sad or angry. Try writing these feelings, if you will, in a journal or sharing them with a trusted Christian friend. Put yourself in the shoes of your offender. Think about a time when you have wronged another person, maybe your parents, a sibling, or a friend. You needed their forgiveness. Did that person extend forgiveness to you or withhold it? How did it make you feel? When it comes to forgiving others, remember that these words from Jesus, and remember them well. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. Matthew chapter 7 verse 12. Remember that God forgave you. If you're a Christian, you've admitted your need for God's forgiveness. Remembering how he forgave you when you didn't deserve it it can help you to forgive others. You may not be ready at this point to voice your forgiveness to your offender. In fact, communication with that person may be impossible if, for example, the person is no longer living. And that's okay. You can forgive someone without having your offender accept your forgiveness. Remember that God commands us to forgive. When Jesus taught about prayer, he stressed the importance of forgiving others in Luke 11:14 and in Mark 11:25 he says if you hold anything against anyone forgive them let go of the pain once you've gone through the stages that I've just shared refuse to hold onto your hurt don't repay the offenses over and over Allowing yourself to get sad or angry again and again will only cause you more pain. Determine that you are going to choose to forgive your offender. Your emotions may not agree with your decision. This is where prayer comes in. Tell God you want to forgive. Ask Him to change your heart toward the person who wronged you. You may want to consider voicing forgiveness to your offender either vocally or through a letter. But again, if this isn't possible, it doesn't mean you haven't expressed forgiveness. Continue to forgive. If the wound was deep, you'll probably have to forgive more than once. When memories of the wrong come to mind and you find yourself getting worked up over it, immediately go to God in prayer. Pray for the one who hurt you. It may be impossible to restore a relationship with your offender. For example, you don't know where that person lives or contacting that person could be a safety risk. But you can pray for the one who hurt you. Ask God to reveal His love to your offender. Doing so will help you to realize any remaining resentment hidden deep inside.